Skill Profits community, welcome to the best part of your day. Justin Burns here, and welcome to episode number three. We'll be talking with living your life's purpose expert, Tony Greg Myers. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Skilled Profits Podcast, the official podcast of the Skilled Profits community, where entrepreneurs come to get all they want out of business and life. And here is your host, speaker, and best-selling author, Justin Burns. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Skilled Profits Podcast show, where we teach you how to have it all in business and in life. Now, today's podcast, I'm really excited, is really going to be on how to find your life's purpose so that you can achieve everything you want in business and life, right? Which is really our philosophy. Uh, my name is Justin Burns, and today I'm going to be talking with living your life's purpose expert, uh, Tony Gregbeyer. How's it going, Tony? Hey, man. Good. Glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Welcome, Tony. Now, Tony is a well-known expert on the subject of living your life's purpose. And when you hear this guy's story, you're just going to be blown away. I mean, I love listening to his story everywhere I go and inspired me just to really not only just start this podcast show, um, but also just really live my best life. Uh, and I'm just really grateful for Tony being on the show. So thanks again, Tony, for joining us. And we'll jump right in. So first, I want to introduce... Hey, man, thanks for... Hey, before we get started, like, because you're this guy, I just want to say thanks, man. Thanks for the props to throw out. But here, here's the deal. Uh-huh. People inspire me. And all I do is be a conduit for that in everything yeah. that I do. Just let energy attract energy. And you've got positive, positive vibes. So, like, it was so cool to hear you. Uh, just share your story and then like really about what you're wanting to do with your podcast. So, man, thanks for the honor of being on your show. I appreciate it, brother. That's awesome. So, you know, me and Tony, actually, it's funny. Me and Tony met at a seminar through uh, one of our mutual friends, Charesse. Uh, and I've been seeing Tony kind of, you know, coming into events and, you know, we never really met or have a conversation. You know, sometimes when you're at seminars, it just gets kind of crazy, right? Uh, but you know, I finally got a chance to kind of pin him down before he left and I picked his brain and I was just so blown away. And I just thought this would really inspire, you know, just our community and what we're building. Uh, and that's why it's so guys, you know, one of the things is it's so important to attend events, right? So you can meet awesome people. Like Tony said, that just has the same energy, the same, you know, just the things that just attract people to you. I just can't stress that enough. So, uh, you know, Tony is a builder, right? And, you know, what he what he's done is he's built a multi-million dollar business uh, with some of his childhood friends. Now, Tony's mission in life is to build a community where struggling entrepreneurs uh, know that they can achieve anything that they want despite their past. Now, Tony runs a company uh, which is called Ship Offers and is now an eight-figure business that continues to thrive 15 years later and has been an Inc. 5000 company for the past three years in a row. Uh, And now the journey to self-fulfillment, however, wasn't easy for Tony. He's going to share that with you guys. Uh, But I know this for a fact that his desire uh, is to be of service to other people. He has such a servant heart. Uh, So whether, you know, building client relationships for ship offers or building the listening audience of his Entrepreneur Unplugged podcast, people count on Tony to be their strategic partner in both business and life. So this is going to be an awesome interview. You guys are going to get a lot out of this. So my first set of questions is really just about your background and experience uh, in the field of living your life's purpose, you know, so the entrepreneurs in our audience can understand who you are. 
Uh, I know I just said a little bit about, but I'd love to hear from you where you're coming from and how you can relate to where they are now. Uh, tell us a little bit about your story, your background and your education. Yeah, man, I'd love to. So it's interesting when, when I got started early in my life, um, mom and dad uh, separated when I was three weeks old. And one of the things that became really, really clear early on is why? Like, why did they get separated? Was it because of me? So that was a question that I tackled in my, my early you know, first 10 years. Like, was I, the, was I the cause of that breakup? And I, and I had that pressure on me for a long time. No one, no one gave me that pressure. I just, I started asking that question. Like, why didn't it work out? Like, what was wrong with the relationship? And, yeah. um, you know, in my, in my teens, I got really, really good at lying about why my parents divorced. And here's the fact. So I grew up with a gay father. In the 70s, it wasn't talked about. It was pushed aside. It was literally put in the closet. My parents divorced and I was three weeks old. My mom had a dream to keep my sister and I, my sister six years older than me, in the same house that we grew up in. So we couldn't, like, have a, like, the story to tell. Like, yeah, we moved around a lot. She did everything she could. She was a school teacher. She worked two odd jobs. She was somebody who, in my opinion, was the constant, um, not perfection. It's just somebody who said, I know what it takes to make this thing work and I'm not going to give up and I'm not going to fail. And then on the other hand, I saw my dad in a different light. I only saw him for his, his money. Cause that's all that he really was. He was flashing around, right? He was driving, you know, a nice car, lived in a big house, but I didn't know behind the scenes that he was struggling. You know, he, he struggled with um, some alcohol issues, um, financial issues. I only saw the outside and the outside is what attracted me. I'm like, here's this guy um, who literally has it all, right? Motorhomes, traveling, life looks great. And so I modeled myself after my dad. Now, my mom, on the other hand, just put food on the table, hustled every day, worked, didn't complain, took care of it, was a servant to many, many children over almost a 30 year career. Uh, as being a special ed teacher. So I saw all this stuff going on and I modeled myself after my dad. Well, I watched my dad become a millionaire. I watched my dad lose it all, watch him become a millionaire and lose it all. And I didn't learn about really what I had done until I was well into my thirties. And that truly brought me to the point of my life. I'd gone from making millions early to losing it all. And I realized kind of what had happened it wasn't anybody else that caused me and my pain, my problems. It was me. And, and I was modeling myself after the wrong thing. I was modeling myself after chasing a dollar. And that is not what I, I tell anybody to do today. I'm like, uh, if you want to be of service and, and fill up your heart, that's where you should do it. You should serve others. If you help everybody get what they need, you'll get everything you need. Um, I've been paid back millions of times for the service that I put out into this community. And I don't do it because I want it back. I do it because I know I make a difference. And so, you know, I, I, I grew up, um, had to have like 16 jobs by the time I was 18 because I, I, I thought that's what success was, right? You had to get a lot of jobs to make a lot of money. The problem is I had no money because I was spending it all the time trying to look like my dad. So it was really interesting for me as I was kind of like modeling myself. And now I've done the framework to go back and look at my past where, holy, you know what? Like I modeled myself after the wrong person. Now, love my dad dearly. We'll talk a little bit about my dad a little bit later, but I got really good at lying. 
And that brought me into my 20s. And I ended up getting a job as a radio professional, had a, had a radio broadcasting career for about five or six years um, until I met my wife around 25. And I was in a studio all day by myself and I got really good at telling fabricated stories. Not stories like to, to try to deceive you. I just, I told myself the wrong stories. I told myself all the, all the wrong things. Well, someday around 24, 25, I got gifted a laptop and I was living in Silicon Valley and I saw an opportunity to learn about what the internet was. Back then it was AOL, Prodigy, Earthlink, CompuServe, Bot Modems, Dial-Ups. It was like 28K, like 50, I think it was 56 was like a dream. 128 was like, oh my gosh, that was incredible. Um, and, and what I did is I pounded on keys um, when I was working in radio. And I, I had this idea behind it that I'm like, I want to become an entrepreneur. I don't want to work for somebody. I never want to be told what to do, you know. And so right then and there, I launched a marketing and traffic brokering business. We sold traffic to like Yahoo and Google in the early days. Oh, nice. um, and so like I saw like we had 7 million visitors a day to our network of sites. So like I saw at a very early age that you could make money by selling traffic. And so, you know, Everything was going great, man. Got married early, had a kid early. Uh, life was awesome. Got into my 30s, had already made a million, but now I started losing my millions. You know, I got heavily into drug addiction and I was, I was chasing something every single day, which was that, that vision of that image that I had from my, my childhood, right? I wanted to be successful. I wanted to be something that people would look up to. And in a lot of ways, I was a fraud. You know, I was. I was... Um, I wasn't true to my family. I wasn't true to my partners. I wasn't true to my, uh, you know, my friends. And, and, and it started breaking me down to the point where I ultimately wanted to commit suicide. And um, it got really, really bad. Obviously, if you want to go and commit suicide, your life isn't working. I take full 100% responsibility for my life today. Um, everything that I've done and everything that I will do, it starts and ends with me being my word. Most people um, blame everybody for their circumstances, but just take personal responsibility. Like you have a way out, man, you might as well do something about it. It's easy to point a finger, but remember when you point, there's four fingers pointing back. So be careful what you say, be careful what you do. And so um, I went to write my suicide note. And as I was writing my suicide note, I got a text. Actually, I got a phone call from my buddy said, hey, I want to come and see you. And I'm like, all right, whatever, cool. And I put all my drugs away. I was going to, that's how I was going to go. I was going to take a whole bunch of drugs. And uh, next thing I know, he shows up at the door and he walks in and he gives me a big hug and he says, Hey, Tony, you know, your life has meaning and purpose, but what you're doing right now doesn't. And I'm like, how do you hell you know what I'm doing? And um, <laughs> he, he ended up sitting down we had like a 35, 40 minute conversation. And in the back of my mind, I was like, please just leave. Like, I just want to go back to trying to kill myself. But something he said, with that meaning and purpose really, really stuck with me. He's like, what happens if I do have a meaning of my life and there is something that I'm supposed to do with it? Well, yeah, obviously I had two kids and a wife. Like I was probably needing to do something like show up and, and, and be a, a loving dad and a, and a caring father and everything. But you know what? Um, I liked the other piece, which was purpose. So as he left, I started thinking to myself, what is my purpose? Okay, cool. If I, if I live today and I don't kill myself, what's my purpose? Like, what do I want for my, myself and my life? And my wife at the time had been separated three and a half years. And so all of this stuff was going on, right? I got drug addiction. 
issues with my marriage, businesses. I was losing money. And I just said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to turn my life around. And to this day, I say, God sent me an angel. He knocked on my door and he saved my life. And um, since then, uh, my wife and I just celebrated uh, 18 years of marriage, um, watching my kids grow up. Uh, they work here in the, the summertime and when school's not in session. Um, you know, I look at my family today as like this, this amazing unit that's overcome so many obstacles. And really, the message about living one's good life and on purpose and how you do that is, number one, is I think you got to take responsibility. you got to take accountability. you got to become your word. Mm-hmm. And the second thing that I think is super important, um, which I, I really share with people when I'm talking to them, is like, it's okay to raise your hand today and ask for help, ask for support. It's not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of greatness. When you say to another human being, you humble yourself enough, you're like, hey, man, I'm having some problems, financial, emotional, parent, whatever it may be, like just life problems, man. Rise up. Find one person to share with. If you can't find somebody, go sit at a bus stop and do what Forrest Gump did. I mean, like, <laughs> literally, literally just find somebody you can share with. Um, my my drug addiction was pretty bad, man. I was taking, like, seven out of eight things that Heath Ledger was on. I was constantly on uppers and downers. I mean, it wasn't just, like, one thing a day. It was every day. And, uh, you know, the drinking was something that was bad. I mean, I was a two-can-a-dip guy. I mean, it was a pack of cigarettes when I, when I smoked. Like, I have an addictive personality. So, Justin, when you gave me the opportunity to say, hey, you want to come on my show? I'm like, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> Entrepreneurs, people, business owners, people who are, like, trying to change the world. We've got a story to tell and we can help make an impact today. My mission, my life's body met, like everything that I am is to help one person today. One, one person. And if that one person is me, awesome. If I can go out there and help affect change in someone's life by telling them like, Hey, your past is not equal your future unless you're going in that direction. Let me help you do that. Let me bring that change to the world because I believe um, we were created for community and I want to help people find their own community to support them through their challenges they're going to face. Yeah, and, think, uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's interesting. I mean, like, like your, your story is really awesome, but I think, I think it's also interesting how even as entrepreneurs, just how those bad moments, like when we're in those moments, right, we're looking at it as such this terrible thing, right? But it's actually like the step, like kind of like the gateway into our destiny. If we look at it like that, like I had a guy who reached out to me the other day and he's like, I got fired from my job and it's so terrible. And, you know, I want to, you know, just I just want to go into a dark cave and just hide out. Right. And I'm like, listen, you have to use this as a stepping stone. Like this is the opportunity that you've been waiting on. Like when I was fired from my job, I can never imagine building a business like I have today, right? It was the most terrible thing. And I think it's, I find it interesting that entrepreneurs have the same DNA, which is, you know, this terrible moment happens in their life. And then from there, you know, it it goes downhill, but then you re, it's like you're rebuilding yourself, right? 100%. I mean, Stepping stone, it's so funny that you even begin to use that language, right? Um, I believe we're all stepping stones for where we want to go in life. People are, right? You start laying these stones, not like to step on them to hurt them, step on them to to get what you need and then keep moving forward. And so uh, one of our uh, team members said to me the other day, hey, I'm moving. She's 
she's pregnant with her second kid and her family's in another state and she kind of wants to move there. And I said, Hey, great. She's like, you're not mad. I said, no, what did I tell you when we got, when you got started with us? You basically were a stepping stone. We're going to get you to where you want to go. When you get enough, what you need, take a step and go. And, and that's how I run my life and my business. I'm not ahead of you. I'm not ahead of anybody in this company or in this world. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And a lot of people will line up right next to me and we'll take a walk together through life. And we're just taking steps together. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's so cool that you use that language. I love that though. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it, you have to look at it like that, right? I mean, you, you have to, especially if you're, if you're going through challenges as an entrepreneur, finding your life purpose, you have to look at it like that. So I want to backtrack a little bit. Uh, because it's interesting as you were telling your story, what was that? What was that epiphany moment? Like, I know you said you want to be an entrepreneur, but you know, did something happen? Like, what was that light bulb moment that made you kind of want to transition into kind of you know building a business? Yeah, so it's interesting. So I got started really, really young. I, I needed something like cash to go out and do something. My mom wasn't going to open her wallet and hand it to me. And, you know, you got to go figure out how to make money in this world. Son. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. And so I remember I'm going to date myself, but like VCRs, like I went and worked at a VCR repair shop. The guy had a pit bull outside and inside he was teaching me like how to, how to take electronics apart and put them back together. And then I was working at a bicycle, bicycle shop. I was working at the Goodwill. I was serving ice cream at the boardwalk. I was doing whatever it took to make a dollar, right? I didn't care. I'd pull weeds, clean out your gutters, go to the junkyard, you know, go to the flea market on the weekend. And so I got this kind of like, ooh, if I do something, I can make money. <laughs> when I worked for somebody, they had control over me. And I didn't like that. I never have. I've, I've never liked to be told what to do. Yeah, I think that's Nothing. every entrepreneur I mean, story, right? <laughs> yeah. And so what I, what I did, I think after I realized that I could make money taking people's junk from the neighborhood and taking it to the flea market, and then I could sharpen and hone my skills of how to be a salesman. Um, and I would always sell out before everybody else. Maybe my prices were too cheap, but I, I was gone before anybody else. You know, some mornings we would sell out within the first like 45 minutes to an hour and the flea market, you know, you, you had to wait for like four hours. Then it gave me a chance to just walk around and see other people. Um, but I remember even selling myself as like, I'll tell your horoscope. I was just making stuff up. I'm like, I'll tell you your horoscope for a quarter. And I'd sit cross-legged and like on a box and people would pay me a quarter to look at their hand and tell them their horoscope for their fortune. I've always been somebody who knew like, if you wanted to make money, you got to provide a service. Always. And so I think that whole moment was, is like, once I got a dollar for doing something and I didn't, you know, I didn't really have to go to a job. Like I literally could knock on your door and go, Hey, I'm here to clean your gutters today. I, well, like I didn't call you. I'm like, I know, but your gutters need it. There's weeds and like stuff flying out of your gutters. Like maybe I should go up there and clean them. You'll do that. I'm like, how much do you charge? I'm like, how much do you think it's worth? And that, that's how I started like earning money is just asking people what it was worth to them and then pay me what it, you know, you think it's worth. And I'd go do it. I, I made more money by the time I was 18 than I probably made from 18 to 23 <laughs> because I had to go, I had to go to college, right? That's what I thought I had to do. So I went to college to play water polo. That was my sport in high school. And then I got a job in radio and radio didn't pay much. I had a boss once tell me like, Hey, I'll pay you eight bucks an hour to flip records, or you can go work at McDonald's for eight bucks an hour flipping burgers, your choice. <laughs> so I said, 
I'll go flip records for eight bucks, fine. And records were kind of dying by that. But the concept was, what are you willing to do for the dollar? Yeah, it's how, and, you, it's how you got um, your start. Yep, 100%. And, and so why people go, well, you had to work for somebody in radio. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? There wasn't somebody sitting on top of me during my eight-hour shift. Like I was entrusted with a job. And then I had, I had my job to do and there wasn't anybody else. Radio stations are usually empty at night. There's usually like maybe one or two other people working around the building, but I didn't have a boss. The boss would ring the red line every once in a while when I said or did something wrong. And then that also started playing with me is when people were telling me I was doing stuff wrong. I hate that. I hate that with a passion, right? I'm, I'm a perfectionist. So, you know, it's all these things started going. And so I formed this concept in the back of my head. I'm like, screw it. I'm going to start a business. Yeah. And so one of my, one of my childhood best friends who, who used to collect junk with me in the neighborhood and sell it at the flea markets, uh, we teamed up right outside of uh, college. He got a job working for Mattel, uh, designing Hot Wheels. Um, he had worked for a company called Bachnifer and Bogner. It was the first kind of web company that designed the first website um, for Toy Story. So he had some kind of web design skills and he came to me and goes, Hey, do you want to do this business? And this was 96, 97. And I'm like, what's HTML? He's like, it's the language that makes up the pictures that you see on Prodigy when you go to their homepage. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, dude, click the source. I'm like the source, like (laughs) what is that? And so I clicked it and I'm like, I can do that right then and there. I just knew right then and there I could figure this thing out. And I think that that also starts from just an early age of like fixing things. Like I didn't need a manual. I became the manual and I fixed, fixed, fixed. And so we launched the business. We had no clue. We built, we built websites, membership sites. It didn't matter what we were doing. And uh, we just hustled. And that was my drive. And, and Gil and I would get, you know, $20,000 a month coming in from checks. And he's like, how do you want to do this? And I'm like, 10 to you, 10 to me. He's like, what about the bills? I'm like, we'll get 10 next month. Don't worry about it. (laughs) And you just kind of figure this stuff out on the fly. You know, we paid our taxes. We did all that. But it's like you figure the things out as you go. And that's like why I was telling you about your podcast for a second, right? I said, just do it. Just do it. Don't worry about it. He's like, well, what happens if it's not perfect? I'm like, nothing's going to be perfect. Like it. Just, just launch your podcast, learn from each episode. You may hate this episode with you and me two months and go screw it. Like I'm like every, every episode I've ever done is a learning experience to get me to the next one. Yeah. It's a stepping stone, right? Yeah. It's always a stepping stone. And it's interesting that you say that because, uh, I mean, everybody knows Gary Vaynerchuk, right? And I remember the other day, uh, he posted something, uh, on his, uh, fan page, where he showed like his first, you know, episode of like wine TV, right? And I mean, the guy was stumbling. He was like going all over his words, but his whole thing was, I'm just going to figure this out, right? Like I'm going to figure it out. And the thing is like pushing through resistance, pushing through and just, you know, building that until it becomes a really big skill set. And I think every entrepreneur needs to have that, right? Like that ability to just figure it out. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be, you know, uh, a success initially, right? And sometimes it may be a success, but you'll never know unless you try it and you do it and you figure it out um, and you just fire first, right? (laughs) And then kind of just, you know, adjust your aim along the way. So that's, that's, that's awesome. So one of the things kind of fast forwarding into even where you are now. So you've built the company and I think you're, you're, you're shifting to 
really focusing on your life's purpose, right? But this is kind of just like some authenticity type things where, you know, we always talk about, you know, we, we interview entrepreneurs, we talk to entrepreneurs and they say, I've built this massive business. Uh, kind of talk about a time that happened to you recently so that, you know, people, you know, in the skilled profits community could kind of, you know, they, they say Tony is human, right? He's built the eight figure business. But what was something recently that happened to you that was a challenge for you recently and you had to figure it out how to get through it? No, I love that, man. I think it's it's awesome that you even ask these types of questions. I'll take you back to 2008 because it's the easiest thing for me to talk about because it was in the midst of everything, right? So we had a, a great business. We were making millions. Life was good. My two business partners are my childhood friends. Known them since I was two and three. And now I'm stuck battling addiction, battling like this 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 disease, which is I call it the disease mindset. And um, I came to work, man, in a fog most days. Company somehow survived. I, I thank God every day for giving me two amazing business partners that just really didn't put me out to the street, but really um, worked with me, constantly had those one-on-one conversations like, Tony, when are you going to get your stuff together? I'm like, I know, I know, I know. And then, then to have that knock on that door. So then from that point forward for like the last, you know, eight years, it's really been rebuilding um, me rebuilding who I am, how I show up in the world. And I said it earlier in this conversation that I think it's the most important topic that a lot of people just don't do, which is being your word. And so when I got clean and I got sober in December 15th of 08, I said, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to change the lives of people around me. How am I going to do that one day at a time? So basically almost eight years, I've been doing the same philosophy every day one day at a time, which is what can I do today to serve another human being? How can I help somebody today struggling? How can I help the employee when they come into my office, team member comes into my office and has a problem? When I'm talking to my mom clear across the pond in England, when she's got an issue, when I'm talking to my sister, if it's talking to my kids and the things are what most of us avoid, which are the real conversations. So I'm authentic today. I'm going to tell you first when we're sitting down, like, I don't have a lot of experience around this, man. Let's find somebody who does. You know, like if somebody needs something and they're like, hey, Tony, how do we take this customer and get them from 25 to 100 orders a day? I'm like, obviously, let's talk about their sales copy, their traffic, what what their price points of their offer is, like what's their audience that's looking to buy it? Like, is it attractive? What can we tweak? Like, I know all that. That's basic stuff. But behind all of that, I'm like, so what's in it for you if you get the customer from 25 to 100 orders? I'm going to make more money. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You didn't think about the company. You thought about yourself. <laughs> That's really what I'm starting to help people understand is like, yeah, you got to think about yourself because that's obviously what people do. But start thinking about that. It's a team you're on. Like you're literally on this team and we're all playing to win the game of life. We're going to have days where we strike out 100%, but build a support staff around you and a crew that's going to help you no matter what. And so obstacles and struggles that I grind with every single day is people and their attitudes and what's going on. Like, oh, my, my dog died or, you know, my car broke down or my, my jeans weren't dry and I needed them before I could leave the house. Those are all excuses. Like yeah. life happens and then in between there are a bunch of excuses. So what I've been helping people to do, and this is, the, this is how I've overcome it myself, is take the story out of the story and tell me the facts. <laughs> I'm a human, I'm struggling, it. and I need help today cool, I can deal with that. Three things real quick. And then 
work with that person to support them around those three things, and then move on. So what I'm working on doing is trying to collapse how much time I spend on something. Yeah, I could deliver this podcast in about 30 seconds. I'm a human being, made a lot of mistakes along the way, constantly learning. Someday when I die, I hope the dash on my tombstone is going to say that I touched a lot of people's lives. You know, in between there, I'm a father, I'm a husband, and I'm a proud human being. Yeah. End of story. Everything else you can make up yourself, yeah. right? Because um, we all overcome adversity. Some people have a story to tell. I think everybody has a story to tell. I think we're oh, just yeah. not telling our story. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's it, it's funny that you say that because I think one of the things that, one of the, just the pieces of gold that I extracted from what you were saying is just really just caring about people, right? Like genuinely caring about people and having this perspective, right? Like of just genuinely, you know, asking people how they feel and genuinely getting into their life because, you know, we all have a story and you don't know what that person is going through. And it's so easy for us to judge other people and look at them and say, you know, this person is this and this person is that, right? But it's genuine. When you care about people, I mean, so much gold comes out of that. And I think that you're really good at that. And I told you this, we were actually um, at a live event, Suresh's event last uh, at the event that I could just tell that you genuinely cared about people no matter what level they were at and no matter where they were. So that's such a huge skill uh, to master is just knowing that people are going through the challenges that you're going through and just genuinely caring about them. Yeah, and in the beginning, we talked a little bit about the conduit, right? Like, I want to be a conduit for energy. So I believe if you put good out, you get good back. If you put bad out, you, you get bad back, right? So imagine throwing a boomerang out into the world. If you throw it right, it comes back to you. you. Throw it wrong, it hits you in the back of the head, right? <laughs> I've had too many of those experiences where it hits me in the back of the head, and I'm like, oh, crap, I won't do that again. I also call them blind spots. They're only a blind spot once. After that, it's an, you know it's there. So now you better do something about it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly. And a lot of people a lot of people ignore the blind spots. They blame it on others because it, blame is something easy to do. Very easy. Right, because no, <laughs> no one wants to ever take personal responsibility for their mistakes. Oh, this happened. My dog ate my homework. Who cares? Be honest. I made a mistake. I'm late. Will you please forgive me? Move on. Yeah. Yeah. Now genuinely do something around it. Don't keep doing it because I don't want to, I don't want to be like the kid who cries wolf and constantly hears the same story all the time either. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's key, right? Like that's key is looking at it is taking that responsibility because that's even how you become a better entrepreneur, right? I mean, when you have it all, the first step to me, right, is is really accepting that responsibility. And and you've mentioned that a couple of times throughout this, you know, this podcast is, you know, I'm going to take responsibility no matter what, you know, good or bad happens in my life. I'm going to take responsibility for that. And I think that that's like... But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't go through what I went through. And I think everybody has to dig deep down inside and find out um, their life's purpose, their meaning, their why. Like, yeah. why do you do what you do? Why do you wake up in the morning at 5.30 in the morning one day, but 7.30 the next day? Like, <laughs> what did you do on the day that you woke up at 5.30? And what did you do on the day that opened at 7.30? And I guarantee if you study them, you're going to realize, like, you didn't set your alarm. You didn't meditate in the, the night before about setting yourself up for a great day. Like, 
you got off to a bad day, you didn't say your prayers in the morning, you didn't have your clothes ready, you didn't go to the gym, like you start looking at what you're modeling and how you're doing your stuff in your life, you're going to figure out where you can become more authentic in your life. Because the only person that you have to be honest with personally, I believe, is yourself. Because if you become honest with yourself, you'll be honest with others. If you lie, if you lie to others, you're lying to yourself too. You're, you're holding yourself back from your true, I think, God-given potential. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't care what it is, man. I, I, <laughs> I know, like, I have greatness inside me just like you do. And so does every person who's listening right now. I'm just on my journey to find my greatness. Like, that's what I'm on. I'm on the self-discovery of, like, I'm envisioning my life in three to five years. My wife and I are talking because in three years, our two boys will be uh, you know, out of the house and off to college. My wife and I are going to be empty nesters under the age of 50. And we want to go travel the world. Like, I'm literally creating what does that look like for me? I do not have a lot of money sitting in my bank account. I'll be the first to tell you. I have enough money mentally to take care of my family because I know what to do and how to do it. Right. And so I'm like, cool. I made a lot of money. But you guys hear me earlier in this conversation? <laughs> I made millions and lost it. And then I made millions again and lost it. Like, I became my dad. I modeled my beginning days after my father. And I just finally got out of a million dollars in debt over the last six years of, you know, after taking personal responsibility for my life, I had to move my family from California to Colorado, had to walk away from a, a really nice house, walk, uh, drive a car to Mercedes, hand them the keys and say, I can't afford it. And they're like, well, sir, you owe us money. I'm like, I can't afford it. Even though you money, here you go. Uh, I've had to do all of that. Yeah. It's not just like, ooh, I'm something special. Dude, I'm a human being who's made mistakes, who's willing to admit them today to help another human being know that it's okay to make mistakes, but you got to clean up your mess and you got to do it as soon as you can, or it'll eat your lunch. That's the thing that I also learned. Man, if you don't clean up your messes, they'll come back to haunt you, hold you back, stop you from creating your greatness. Yeah, but you persisted, right? I mean, you like you said, you took accountability and you persisted, and that's why you you feel free no matter how much you have in the bank um you know because we get so caught up on just making money which i think making money is awesome you can have both but i think that you feel free because you took accountability for that and that is yeah, so well, huge yeah i mean like i was saying if, I, if i'm gonna go live the life that i dream i better start working on it today <laughs> make my dream turn into a reality oh, right yeah. so my wife and I just got back from Europe uh, a couple months ago, and we're heading in a couple months, just her and I, to go spend like 12 days in Italy on the Amalfi Coast, right? Some people go, well, how can you do that? I'm like, man, you better create the life you want before you know it. Uh, if you don't do it, someone else will create the life they want you to enjoy. And wow. Wow. I, don't want, I, don't want, I don't want somebody else to create my life. I want to create it. Wow. That's, that's, that is huge. If, if you guys did get anything else, like... I mean, that one is gold. So one of the things that, that I wanted to do, uh, and, and, I, and I ask everybody this question when they come on to the Skill Profits you know, podcast show, uh, just so everybody can have an action, you know, actionable steps, right? So that they can really hone in on, you know, what is it that I can do, not tomorrow, but today, right? Because you guys are action takers, right? Uh, so what can, what are the three major steps with in, in, in regards to living your life's purpose? Uh, kind of walk through what are the three action steps that people can take today to start to immediately live in their life's purpose? 
No, I like that. I, so number one thing I love to have people do is just do a brain dump exercise, take out a piece of paper and we'll just call this, you know, number one brain dump for about 10, 15 minutes, everything good and bad going on in your life right now, just dump it all on a piece of paper. So you spend, you know, five, 10 minutes. If you need longer, do it. Don't cheat yourself. Don't do like 30 seconds. Um, really start thinking as you're writing, like, am I really being authentic? What am I holding back from? Just dump all of it. No one's going to read it but you. So start being honest now. Number two, um, get another, another piece of paper and uh, write down everything you're grateful for. I love getting from an attitude of, you know, from an attitude that's not positive to an attitude of gratitude. And then write everything down that you're grateful for. And some people go, well, like, I'm grateful for my eyes. I hope you're grateful for your eyes. You can see. You know, but I'm like, get as grateful as you possibly can and like literally write like you don't even know it, but you take your breath for granted. You take your heartbeat for granted. You take the blood that's in your body moving through it for granted. Like we don't even talk about that kind of stuff. You need all those three things and you're dead, (laughs) you know, so like start writing all of that out. And then number three, take another piece of paper out and write down um, like a cross and on one side, write drainers. And on the other side, write drivers and write down over that day that you're doing this exercise, everything that you do, is it driving you or draining you? Wow. Start like, like, like literally what you're doing. Like you're like, you know, um, I'm sweeping, um, the utility room at the office or like I took the trash out or I got phone calls or, you know, I love talking to employees or I, I love like working on funnels or, you know, whatever it may be and start categorizing drainers and drivers. And then the fourth thing, so I'm going to recompass all of this into like this, this one little piece is really look at like, what are you really doing with your life right now? Well, you kind of probably wrote that down in exercise number one, because you brained up to everything. Number two, it's like the things that you really are grateful for. And number three, um, who could you find in your life to help you? Get rid of the stuff that's draining you. Maybe you could find a new person to come work part-time, an assistant. Somebody like, I can't afford that. I'm like, find somebody in your community. I guarantee you somebody would love to help you because, you know, as you build a business, people want to, like, see what you're doing. There's people who are like, I come to volunteer. Like, sure, I'll come be an intern and start getting rid of the stuff that drains you. And it'll be funny that when you're doing that, it's actually something that drives a lot of people. And so uh, then you're really focusing more on what drives you in life. And that's really where you want to spend your time. That's how you get to be like working on your life's purpose is when you know what you want. And then you'll fine tune those skills. And, and what I do is do this once a month, because what I realize is even things that I'm doing today that are driving me are eventually going to drain me. So I want to keep getting rid of stuff until I basically have a team of people helping me to live my life's best work, my purpose, right? So that when I go back to Europe, I've got uh, an assistant who handles all my emails. You, you've experienced that, Justin, right? She's a really good friend, known her for like six years. She jumped at the opportunity to come and help me. She's like, sure, I'd love to help you. You know, her life's mission is to, to first be there for her husband. Second is to be there for her kids. The third is to be there for her grandbabies. And then like the fourth is to like, hey, how can I support my friends and then Tony? Right. So she's got like her her like role of how her life works best. So you got to start doing that with your life. Um, And what we realize is in all of that, there's one important piece. And I think it it plays really, really important to kind of this conversation is, you know, as you're doing the show, it's really 
taking full responsibility and accountability, but becoming more than you are today. And how do you do that? You help people and you help people and you help people because people are going to help you get to the next level in your life. And so the drainers and drivers exercise, the gratitude exercise, and then, you know, really that brain dump. And if you go back through all of that work, you should, and you can do it. And I tell people, grab a highlighter and start highlighting the words that start showing up consistently through all three of them, because you're going to start seeing some things that start showing up. So in the exercise one, you're like, you know, God, my work sucks. You know, like I hate, I, I hate, I hate this or whatever. And then in gratitude, you're like, your gratitude list starts stinking because you know what, like your mind's it's just not working right. And you go through and you're like, Oh, I hate doing, I hate talking to people, but you got a communication issue. That's where I would do a one-on-one mm-hmm. call with you and start like talking. And I'd love to give your audience, man, if somebody, um, you know, I'd love the end, I'll, I'll give you some of my information and I'd love to be able to offer some of my time accordingly, or I could probably do a 15 minute call and really help your audience, um, to really spend time, figuring out like their life's purpose and how to quickly, if they do the exercises first, got to do the exercises before we schedule a call. And yeah. I'm giving this a hundred percent to you for free um, is to help them so they can help somebody else today. And if they, if I do that, then I realize that I'm living my life's purpose. Wow. That's yeah. And, 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 and totally, man, that's, I mean, wow. I mean, I'm going to listen to this a few more times (laughs) because it's just, I mean, it's so much gold in this and you provided so many action steps that can truly help people to get closer to, you know, their life's purpose. So listen, Tony, this has been an awesome, awesome interview. Uh, I'm sure that, you know, all the entrepreneurs out there just have a much more clear, you know, understanding of getting to, you know, their life's purpose. And you've laid that out just so clearly and I just want to thank you so much for just sharing your expertise and experiences so graciously. Uh, is I love this. I'm going to listen to it a couple of times. I don't know about you guys. I love to listen to stuff at least a few times so that it can become, you know, repetition, right? Uh, consistently again and again and again. So, Tony, I would love for you to just tell us, you know, about uh, Entrepreneurs Unplug. You know, uh, tell us a little bit more about that. You know, obviously, I know your site is TonyGShow.com. But tell us specifically, how does it help, you know, our entrepreneurs out there to succeed in life and business? Yeah, I think most of us, man, don't have an outlet to communicate and tell other people what we've done. And I'm not here to like take a a guy who has a laundry list of stuff in his closet, take the hinges off and, and clean out his closet in an episode. But really just talk about being authentic and making mistakes and sharing what you learn from those those mistakes with other entrepreneurs. So. When someone's listening today, they're like, okay, cool. I, I know not to do that today. Or, hey, I'm doing that. So I'm listening. How did this guy get out of that problem situation? And then share some actionable, like, you know, steps to take so they can, they can get freedom today from that situation, their past or whatnot. Entrepreneur Unplugged was truly born from my passion to help people, but also to take radio and business and mix them together. So I interview guests weekly, you know, six, seven, eight figures. And I'll tell you one thing, man, this is the number one thing. If you listen to one episode, you'll realize I don't care about your money. I don't care at all because it's not what I'm about. And so a lot of entrepreneurs are like, oh, I'm doing this, 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 and this. This is how I'm making all my money. And I'm like, that's cool. And I skim over that really quick to get to like, so what life lessons are you willing to share today? Like, give me like, how, how did you get to be successful? I want to talk about that. 
<laughs> yeah. And what it does is it takes all the pressure off of everybody and just lets people be real. And I think if I can get to have more real conversations with people, I think the better my audience is going to learn. And that's what my show has done. It's, it's each week, each month, it's getting better and better and I'm slowly creating a little bit of a following. And I'm proud of it. I'm, I'm proud to help people today um, to take an inward look so they can go and live the outward life that everybody sees. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, listen, dude, this has been, you know, absolutely amazing. You know, thanks, Tony G, for sharing everything with us. Uh, you know, and thank you to really all the entrepreneurs in our audience for really joining us on this amazing podcast interview, really just about how to live your life's purpose so that you can truly uh, start to inspire people and have it all right. That's our theme on Skill Profits. It's having it all. So, again, I'm Justin Burns. Thanks so much uh, for joining us on the Skill Profits show. I'd like to invite you guys to check out uh, Tony G show. Dot com, right, Tony? Is that the is, is TonyGShow.com, right? Yeah. And then we'll do your your show's name for the URL. So I'll put a little form up and people will be able to uh, request just, you know, 15 minute call. I'll get my scheduler up there and we'll figure out how to help each and every individual as best I can. If it fills up, which I know your audience is going to be asking questions because I, I know that you've got this, this killer audience. Um, I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as I can. Cool. Awesome. So guys, listen, the biggest thing, right? The takeaway, I like to always do a takeaway uh, is to truly just really take responsibility, right? Tony talked about that today. Uh, Really just go out there, you know, think about all the things in your life. Take those things that are drainers out of your life and focus on the things that really, really give you life. Um, You know, truly, this is what all skill profits is all about is inspiring you to make those decisions and live your life and have it all, right? I believe and I totally believe and everybody that I bring on here believes that you can have it all and you just have to take the right steps. So again, check out TonyGShow.com for how you can succeed with living your life purpose. This is uh, Justin and Tony G uh, signing off and we'll see you on the next episode of Skill Profits.